Welcome back to Postscript, Miss Scarlet and the Duke. We are back again for episode four, The Diamond Feather. I forgot what it was called, and it's all about this diamond feather. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't look like a, a feather or a diamond, really. No, that no, much it's, at all. it's a brooch. It's a brooch in the hair. That goes in the hat or, or the hair, hat, because hat, it, yeah. was a, a, it was else. a man's feather. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm Christina Fe- Siders. <laughs> I'm Tom Downing. I do not own any feathers uh, specifically for, for wear. But. Put a feather in his hat. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah there we go. Um, so today we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to split the episode basically into every the, the case and Eliza and Patrick's yes, relationship. Because Nash is back. Nash is back in town. The boys are back in town. Well, not the boys, but but he's back. The boy. Well, man. <laughs> the boy. He's, and he's not happy. <laughs> um, so and then in the second after the break, we're going to talk about what everybody really cares about. William and Eliza and their relationship. I'm going to have an existential crisis. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to start at Nash and Sons because um, uh, Clarence is is at the office. Eliza goes into the office and Clarence is there and he's like really happy. Eerily happy. Like this is not <laughs> in character with Clarence. And we're like, no. what's going on? And then suddenly from behind the wall walks. Surprise. Patrick, Patrick is Nash. back. Um, and Eliza is the opposite of happy. No. She's very disappointed yeah. to see him and he's mad at her. Oh, because so mad because she has sunk his ship of a business. There are so many ship metaphors. I think maybe it ties into Admiral Nelson. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's quite possible. Uh, but does, she, yeah, he doesn't mince words, <laughs> but Eliza says that things are looking up. That she has um, a couple potential clients, one very wealthy client, um, but Nash insists that he's going to stay. Oh, yeah. Until yeah. everything's back on track. And so when he leaves, Eliza is just livid and she just takes the papers and just throws them at the camera, which is our cut yep. to the intro sequence. That's it. And it's just great. <laughs> but then she follows up with the, they, they actually go to the case. So they, yeah, they, they, they do. They go off um, to visit her potential client who's very wealthy, the yes. Carters. Sounds good. And, um, oh, she also finds out that his men were writing to him behind her back. Oh, there's cor- so that there's, that's probably important to mention. There's, but there's correspondence. <laughs> there's correspondence, including Clarence. Um, so at the Carters, we find out that these uh, Mr. and Mrs. Carter are new to the area and also new to money. Yep. Uh, Jack he, Carter and Maisie Carter. Yes, uh, they set up a new textile factory. And he mentions how difficult it's been assimilating into society. Yes. Um, because the aristocracy doesn't like new money, I think is the exact quote. That's what I wrote down anywhere. And so in order to fit in a bit more, they held a uh, a charity fundraiser on the Tuesday evening, and that's where the crime was committed. Right. So um, Jack Carter had purchased a diamond feather, Admiral Nelson's diamond feather, at an auction, and um, it went missing during the event. And Maisie, when she found out, burst into tears. And we find out that um, Jack thinks that somebody stole it to teach him a lesson for yeah. bettering himself. Again, Jack Carter, yeah. He yeah. has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, people, I mean, they're not very accept- accepting. Like, they're, they're snobby, essentially. Um, so this is why he brings... Eliza, he he came to Eliza because he doesn't want to go to the police. Yes, he doesn't. He doesn't want us to to cause any stir within high society because right. they're, they're trying to fit in. Yep. And so, like, he brings uh, uh, Nash 
and sons, Eliza and Nash in this case, yeah. and into the uh, in, in for this. And he doesn't think that it was his staff that stole it. No, he, he thinks that it was someone that was at the charity event. He insists that it's somebody at the charity event. Um, and he wants the theft to found be found discreetly, the thief to be found discreetly, and he's willing to pay double the fee. Which sounds which is really exciting. Good. Yeah. Exciting for uh, Eliza. Things are looking up. So Eliza was right. This is a good uh, potential <laughs> client. So yeah. Um so outside of there, they're walking and Eliza says to Nash, anything to say? And Nash says, that was promising. And Eliza's like, ah, apology accepted. <laughs> apology accepted. And Nash is like, it wasn't an apology. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's still not happy. He won't be happy until his office is full. Mm-hmm. And he mentions again that his men have been writing lie, apparently lies about their desertion. Or so we think they yeah. were lies. Or I thought they were lies. Um, and... Back at Nash and Sons, um, they're kind of bickering over this yeah, like, whole yeah. like writing correspondence thing. Correspondence. And Clarence returns their attention to the case because Clarence is like he wants the money. I think he's just really like we need the money. Yeah. Like let's focus. Yeah, he's he's like hey, I need uh, I need you to sign uh, the, the 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 contract, and they both go yes at the same yes. time. And there's like wait a sec, who's actually <laughs> who's in actually here? signing it? Yeah. Um, so they Patrick and Eliza kind of split up. Patrick thinks that it's one of the guests so, who stole the feather. Mm-hmm. Not the guests. No, no, I'm no, sorry. Well, one well, of the it, staff who stole the feather. Yeah. So uh, Nash is going to interview the staff. Eliza is going to interview Inter- the, Yeah. Eliza is going to check the guest list and see if she can find any connection to the feather or anything on the guest list that seems odd. Yeah. And Nash also uh, told Eliza that he's going to stay as long as it takes to get mm-hmm. everything kind of sorted out with Nash. Right. Sons. Right. He's He is. He's not going anywhere much to her disappointment um so when she returns patrick is in her office and he looks mad mm-hmm. and uh she's gone through the guest list she's like excited she thinks she's found something um on one of the guests eliza's very happy very yeah. excited like you said nash is not looking so excited no. he he <laughs> asks what kind of background check she did on jack carter uh yeah eliza failed. well i mean she did a background check she did she checked his it name just, address and occupation and all that it just wasn't as thorough as nash would have done right and he points out the fact that if unless if he had, he's trying to find something that she's doing wrong because would he normally do that much investigation oh maybe we don't know well he does say that if she hadn't you know gotten rid of all of his his, his men, men yeah that they would be able to do the background check in mm-hmm. a more thorough manner and they would have found out this very information this information so, that yeah this very important information yes. that uh, Jack Carter is from a notorious crime family in oh, the yeah. north of England. Oh yeah, the 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 servants that uh, uh, Nash interviewed, Patrick Nash interviewed, were were scared because uh, the crime family has been involved in murders, extortions, gun running. And they, yeah, they were horrified that they might have that yeah. some that he thinks that someone stole from him because they're like we would die. Yeah, we don't want to die. <laughs> so like that seems reasonable, right? That's what tips Nash off to actually do the more extensive background. And, and so this really great client suddenly is not so great. No. And so like Nash is like, well, look, I, I'm just going to send a <laughs> telegram out. to. Well, he already uh, sent well, a telegram. Well, I sent a telegram saying <laughs> we don't want this case. We're too busy, basically. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same <laughs> so time. So busy. So busy. So at the same moment, Clarence is Clarence there. Clarence interrupts. He looks a little worried. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> because Car- Carter made a surprise visit. He got the telegram already. Yeah. Jack Carter just barges in uh, with his thug. Uh, there, <laughs> his and thug. Yeah. <laughs> And, and 
And he demands that they find the jewel and do it for free. Yeah, right. So now there's no money. As payment for the (laughs) insult to his character. Right. And also, I mean, Jack Carter is not a very tall guy. Like, like Nash is a lot taller, but like he seems, he is a very intimidating, like he's just like a stare down. Uh, Nash is, I don't think Nash is a big fighter though. I think he's more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. Later in the episode, he describes, uh, uh, Eliza as the brains and he's the beauty. He's he's the good looks. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. So, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So Carter storms out Their Their lives are in danger now. And Clarence asks what will happen to the individual who actually stole the jewels. And Nash said he hadn't thought of that and that could make the situation worse. And they all kind of look at Eliza yeah. like, this is your fault. Yeah, Eliza doesn't really have much to say. And Nash is like, not a word. Right. And so uh, we find out that Lord Fallon is... Right. Uh, well, Nash returns attention to Eliza because he said, oh, you mentioned you found something and that's on the what guest it was. That's Because right. now they have to get down the business and or they the, will die. And that's where the guest list, uh, Eliza points out that one of the guests was uh, a, a Lord, a Lord Fallon. Fallon, who happens to have a connection to... A family to, connection, yep. To, to um, Admiral Nelson yep. on his mother's side of the family. Yeah, so Fa- this is... Fallon is Nelson's cousin. This is their their only link. And there's motive <laughs> and opportunity. So Lord Fallon right. has both. Yes. And so... <laughs> So they need a to, solid suspect. They need, they need to create a cover story. <laughs> so what do uh, Eliza and Patrick? So Eliza's go to cover story, I think, <laughs> when she is working with a man is that they are married. Yes. Uh, I guess that makes the most sense because, you know, men and women don't work together in this society. So they almost have to be married. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they go to visit the Fallons under this guise. Yeah. And they're 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 talking to uh, Lord and Lady Fallon. Yep. And they're sitting on the couch and Eliza and and Patrick are having this back and forth where they are are basically like digging into each other a little bit where like uh, Nash says uh, that Eliza is such a selfless person, always thinking of others. I didn't write that down. And Eliza's like, oh, uh, Oh, Patrick is is, is never a kinder, more honorable man. Uh, So they're just like barbing each other. They're basically saying things that they would never say about each other because they don't find them true. Yeah. Um. And they know that. So it's like uh, Lord and Lady Fallon are are, uh, oblivious to this. Completely oblivious because they've just met them. Yeah. Um, So they ask about Fallon's support of the Navy. Mm -hmm. And in in this conversation, they they bring up that they have a common business acquaintance and Mr. and Mrs. Carter. And um, this is so Lord Fallon obviously doesn't like the Carters. No. Well, because exactly what the Carters are are worried about, like he's very judgy. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're new money. And in in this exchange, we also notice uh, or Eliza notices uh, that Lord and Lady Fallon are not very much on good terms, primarily because Lady Fallon has a massive bruise. She has a bruise on her neck. And also he when Lady Fallon interjects to try and defend the Carters. Um, he's very, very verbally aggressive towards her. Yeah. And that's when she notices the bruise. And Eliza, of course, is like putting two and two together that they are not in a happy marriage. Um, so, and I think maybe Lord Fallon notices that she notices because he tries to draw the attention back to the charity or he could be completely oblivious and just be like about the money. Yeah. I think, (laughs) I think he's, well, he suggests a suspect just uh, because he he just he just knows who it is. Well, only after Eliza brings up his connection to Admiral Nelson. Oh, okay. I yeah. think it's after that that he starts to I think wonder why they're there. That's and that makes sense because we find out later 
yeah. that he was definitely involved yeah. in a way. In but a way. anyway, so like, so he's <laughs> like, way. he's like, he's like, oh, no, 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 no. It's in not, way, it's not my not connection. He's not completely aware of. <laughs> no, it's, it's this Baroness Weishman. Uh, and uh, she, yeah, she's trying she, to pay for a passage back to Prussia. So like that's, right. the, yeah, she's the suspect. She, she's Go riddled, check out her. She's riddled with debt. So <laughs> riddled with debt. Uh, so, I mean, Eliza and Patrick, they have to check everything out. Yes. So they do go to the Baroness's house and they, they are again, pretending to be married, are interested in buying her estate. Yes, because it's up for sale because she needs the money. And so yep. they're walking through like the stables. There's horses. They're complimenting on the horses and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and uh, Eliza says that she uh, appreciates the, the horses because I guess she rides yes. in this <laughs> in this pretend life. Um, and the Baroness asks what they're looking to offer. And Eliza deflects to Patrick, who understands it's the finances much more than she does. Oh, of course. Uh, a sentiment that she shared with her friend, Maisie Carter. Ah, uh, yeah. She, dro- uh, she, so she, she name drops. she names yep. Maisie Carter again. Um, and then the Baroness kind of looks a little bit like, mm? Mm. and she goes, well, an acquaintance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Eliza backs, backs, uh, backtracks a little bit. And so they're not friend friends. Right, they're right. Not friend friends. They're just acquaintances. But, but right at this moment, they're interrupted because a, a maid or, or one of the housekeepers yeah, interrupts Eli- and Eliza says. Eliza asks about the feather and they get interrupted right there. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, the, the the interruption, uh, madam, you have a visitor. There's a dramatic. <laughs> There's just a, like a shadow of a man in it, the, in the, um, the stable the doorway. doorway. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> the Baroness so, goes, I'm so sorry. I must go. And so as a viewer, I'm like, who is this guy? But like Eliza knows. Right. Well, we get it. We get an OK look at his face. It's shaded. But we see he's wearing this hat. He looks kind of rough. He's like a caricature of a he character. A like character. he's he's got the the, the the top hat. Like he's got the the the, the wiry mustache, the glasses. He just looks like as as a, like I said, like, they look like they just slapped him together with like everything. You know, where's that bad wig again? Give, give him a wig. He's got the hat. He's got the glasses. I mean, he but could have been an actor we've already seen on the show, and I never would have known you because know like there's so we, much. We did see him too, and I'm trying. Like I don't remember if I it was the same guy or not. I don't remember. I, I was trying to remember if he was one of the ca- characters from the previous episodes. He was, I, I think he I would have remembered. Forger. He was a forger. Oh. Was he involved Wait, was he in the, the for- money? He wasn't the forger. In the, was in the, he in, in the, the money forging part? Like, did they go to see him about the money forging? I, perhaps. I, 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 I this is. Know. This is, I, I should know because he's so distinctive. When I go back and I binge the entire thing again, thing again yeah. I'm just going to try and pay attention. So like, did we actually see this exact gentleman? If you're watching us on YouTube, please let us know <laughs> yeah, what we know. missed. <laughs> because because I, I don't, I was like, they, they mentioned that, that William had, a, I, I don't know. I just didn't know if that was like just a, a they they talked about it or he was actually one of the characters. In the I, episode. Yeah, so I, if I he feel was, like let us know which episode saw we missed his feel like we saw his workplace. Okay. Like that felt familiar to me. Oh, maybe. Okay. So anyways. So moving, moving on. on. I'm so sorry. That's all right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we find out that uh, she, Eliza shares with Nash that, but, that that she knows who he is. Right. And it's a Mr. Gibson. Yes. So Patrick, uh, back at Nash and Sons. Uh, well, and oh. Mr. Gibson is a dealer in stolen art and jewelry. So this is very important. Yes, because so. this tie... The feather is yeah. jewelry. So we cut back to Nash and Sons, yep. and Nash asks Clarence for info on Mr. Gibson. Yes. And at the same time, Clarence hands a note. He to looks Patrick. worried. There's a note, and it says, "The diamond feather you seek can be found in Lord Fallon's writing desk." Okay, so case. So there we go. Case closed. Done. We're done. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Yeah, Bye. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is where I was like, "Is it the wife?" Yes. So 
I'm like, oh, something isn't quite right here. So then we cut to Eliza, who's in a carriage, um, and Nash comes back to the carriage. It's nighttime. Oh, right. Nash yes. bribed a maid so that they can go into the empty house. Into with, the Fallons, because the, the Fallons where, are going out for the night. And there's the desk, and that's where the, 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 uh, yes. the feather's supposed to be. And so, like... Um, as they break into the house because they just open the window and they go in and Eliza again asks about this correspondence that Nash has been right. having with his <laughs> and men. And they have this little like argument and um, oh, what? I go love the uh, Nash says, oh, it, it, it was not your fault. And like Eliza's like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, and he's like, it was mine. And then he cuts her off like down. He says, I should never have left you in charge. And Eliza's <laughs> like, what? Right. They just they're at each other's throats all the time. But this argument gets cut short because they hear footsteps in the hall. Yes. And so they have to hide and they hide. behind. <laughs> they hide behind a couch. They just crouch down and they're like. It's like something. Out of, it's something like out of Scooby Doo. They're like, let's just go hide behind the couch. And instead of like looking over the couch and seeing who it actually was, they see yeah. the, they see the they feet. They see the feet. Which a, I mean, I guess would tell you if it's a man or a woman, kind of. Kind of, but like, I don't know what kind of if they wore practical footwear back in the day. Well, this this, tell per, you nothing. this person has like a cloak too, so it's it's obscuring things. It's just yeah. not yeah. not really. <laughs> and by the time they actually like gather the courage, the muster the courage to actually look over the top, they're gone. Gone. So drawers no, open. No clue. Uh, no feathers feather gone. If it was there. There's papers all over the desk. Yes. And uh, well, if someone had, if, if Alan did have the feather, it's gone now. Stolen for the second time. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, back at Nash and Sons, they're trying to work through the case, figure out if Fallon stole the feather, who yeah. stole it from him and who sent this letter. And they're I, actually getting along. Yeah. I was. I, my note is Nash and, and Eliza are being civil. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're actually, <laughs> you know, cooperating. And, and Clarence has a list for them, uh, but nothing on Gibson. No, no Gibson. Um, but Eliza has an idea where they might find Gibson. And this is when we flash to Mr. Gibson's workplace yes. where I'm like, this looks familiar. I feel like we've been here before. Um, but he's acting like he's never met Eliza. Yeah. And I feel like he probably has if her and William were actually working a case together. But she keeps she, bringing up William and, oh, if you don't remember, I'll have to go fetch him. Yeah. And she, then they they finally get to the point, like, he, why are you working with the Baroness? He eventually caves. Yeah. And so he he kind of gives he, he gives up the goods, basically the information that um, uh that the Baroness was actually uh, so, uh, Gibson uh, that was connected to wealthy ladies uh, with goods to sell via the Baroness. So the right. Baroness it, is actually like in a discreet way. So things that they want to get rid of without their husbands knowing about it. And so it's not the Baroness who has the feather. No. It's actually He's meeting with Lady, Lady Fallon. Fallon. So just like so, and we don't know that she has the feather yet, but she's selling something through him. So yeah. it looks a little sus. <laughs> very, very, very <laughs> sus. Um, so out on the street, Eliza tells Patrick that the forgers agreed to meet with her to kind of tell her what Lady Fallon is selling. And um, that's when they go inside and we find out that Mr. and Mrs. Carter are there for an impromptu update on their case. Yes. And Nash says this is most disconcerting before they even go in. So they're there. Uh, Mr. Stafford, oh, yeah, the, thug, the thug, thug is, is there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so inside, uh, like you said, they're there. Um, and Mrs. Like... While Mrs. Carter's there, Mr. Carter, Jack is, is oh, pretty, yeah, he's pretty, very pretty civil. nice. As soon as she, he asks her to leave right. with Stafford, so they leave and suddenly it's like he puts he, the screws he, in. Yes, to, to a switch both. turns on and he, he gives them one more day. Yeah. One more day. His family found out. They're laughing at him. They have one more day to find out who, who stole this feather. And this is where I'm like, does his wife absolutely have no idea 
I what he's involved in. But she does. Well, we find out later. Yeah, she yeah. Does. That's but true. I thought she was just like completely yeah. unaware at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I think that maybe she might have been unaware that he was still doing as much. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Like, I think she's, I think she's, she's aware. pretty aware. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, cool. um, this is, so Eliza and Patrick are waiting for Mr. Gibson to show up because this is their only lead. Yeah. And, um, Clarence interrupts. He's trying to get them to eat lunch and they're like, we're waiting for Mr. Gibson. She's, he's like, describes this gentleman and he's like, oh, he's outside <laughs> he's while right he's outside. like snacking. <laughs> yeah. So they go out and we find out that Lady Fallon is seeking to finance her divorce from her husband yes. and that she has the feather. Yep. And that um, it's possible that Lord Fallon stole this feather, um, but they still need to figure out who sent the act, the letter itself. Yes. Which we um, and we also find out Clarence, you said Clarence, right? Told mm-hmm. them that the room that Lady Fallon is staying in at the hotel is paid by a Jack Carter. Yeah. Clarence interrupts them. Uh, yeah. And that's when, um, and, and, and yeah, Eliza. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, this is also when William visits Eliza in her office. And, uh, but we'll have to get back to that later because he's interrupted. Everyone's interrupted. Uh, Gibson is meeting with Lady Fallon in 20 minutes. Yeah, they got to go. And Patrick is hailing a cab. So Eliza promises 8 p.m. dinner at Gilbert's and heads out. And um, to to William at this point. Right. To William at this point. And at the they they go to the hotel. Yep. Okay. Sorry. That was like chaotic in my head. (laughs) I was trying to play it out. So so (laughs) they they know that the suite was paid for by uh, the. By Carter. By Carter. By Jack Carter. And they assume it's an affair. Yeah. And they go there, and it's it's not Jack Carter. No, it is. Um, so they confront Lady Fallon. She's there yep, in the Marlboro she, Suites. She's there. She Eliza and in. Nash are already there. They yeah. have the feather in hand, so they yeah. they have the stolen goods. Uh, but the person who comes isn't Jack Carter for it's, the affair. It's, it's Maisie. It's Maisie. So Mrs. that's Carter. a twist I was not expecting. Um, uh, so we find out that Maisie and Emily are both very unhappy in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Emily um, stole the feather. Well, actually, Maisie stole the feather. Maisie stole the feather and sell. And Maisie was the one who sent the note. Yes, Maisie. So Maisie was hoping that by sending the note, Eliza and Nash would tell Jack who had the feather, and and then Jack would take care of it, quote unquote. Yeah, this is where we. I wrote down Mrs. Carter is equals cold blooded. Like she's just cold blooded. She's like she's she's like like, she's going to arrange a murder. Well, I mean, this was the so. Emily was the only person that was nice to her, right? Yeah. And Emily's getting beaten by her husband. So this, they are friends. Yes. They're both unhappy in their marriage. They have something that they've bonded over. And Maisie's like, I know a way to deal with this man. <laughs> He's a brute. I know a brute. And so, yes, she she but, basically sets that up. Yeah, but, <laughs> but uh, Mrs. Fallon was less cold-blooded. Less, right. Like, she she, she's she like, want her she does not, death she on does, her hands. Yeah, she doesn't feel that that's, that's a good way. So she stole, She was the one who was actually in when in uh, the Nash writing desk. And, yeah. and Eliza were behind the couch. <laughs> um, so, uh, so she stole the feather back. Um, and now they have this feather. But if Jack finds out who's really behind it, they're in trouble. Yeah, both, because both he's the wives a brute. Yep. Uh, so, so outside, uh, out, yeah, outside, outside of the, the, the hotel, uh, Eliza's talking with, with Nash and she has an idea. Yeah. So um, Nash is like, I think we should just turn them in because I, I oh, yeah, would like to go on living. Yeah. Living, and like, legit, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but Eliza has an idea because she realizes what 
Jack wants more than anything in this world is to be accepted by the Toffs. Yes. That's why they're in London. <laughs> That's why they've came. They're in London. So uh, so we cut to the feather is back in the case and Jack is there. Yep. And, and Jack says, I never doubted you for a minute, which... <laughs> It's something uh, interesting to say his, to someone you threatened every, their lives with. Every bit of his actions uh, says that he doubted them. Yeah. Um, and he wants to know. He wants to know who, who, who stole it. And um, Eliza and Patrick are not going to say. But they do know that he's very good at making people disappear. And they have they have brought together all of the files, all yeah. of the information into a, folder, a file. Everything. Yep. And it's in an undisclosed location. And, and he... <laughs> He's not he's not concerned about like if they give them he thinks that they're going to give it to the police. Right. Because if he, if they That's give it to the he police, assumes. he's like, hey, they have nothing on me right now. They're not yeah. going to be able to do anything. But but no, no. She, so if anything would happen to Eliza and Patrick, this file would get released to all the guests at his party. Yes. Of the people he's trying to impress, the ones that think he doesn't belong. The high society members yes. that he's trying to impress. So, so um, yeah. And, and Eliza, <laughs> like like. He was threatening them. Eliza turns it around and, and threatens him with right. this. This and he, she even she says she's expecting their fee, and then she's like, yeah. no, 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 double, double the fee. What you agreed to pay. And so uh, Jack Carter he nods reluctantly, uh, and that's when Nash and Eliza leave. Um, yeah. So they cut back to Nash and Sons afterwards. Yep. They're celebrating. They're celebrating. Their success. They, They're they got double the fee. They have some money. They have a case. They've <laughs> successfully done something. <laughs> and Clarence even says to Eliza, "Well done." Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> Eliza notices. She's like, "Was that the first compliment that you've ever given me?" Yeah. And, uh, and they all laugh, and he says that. Yeah. I won't make a habit of yeah. it. <laughs> but um, this is when we get kind of inside look. Um, Patrick says that Clarence was the most complimentary of all his men. In the correspondence. In the correspondence. So <laughs> the Clarence has been nice about her. The nicest. Nicest. Um, about her out of all of the men. And then also <laughs> Nash also follows that up. Uh, Patrick follows it up with his admiration of Eliza, like genuine yes. admir admiration. Um, and that, that he admits that he should have stayed longer to get her established. To make sure that the men accept her. Like he, sh he should have stayed, made sure that his men understand that she's in charge, that, you know, mm -hmm. help with that transition. He, he's making a concession. And so she also makes yeah, a concession. She, she's grown so much over the course of like the last season. <laughs> she admits that she could have been easier on his men. A little less high handed because yeah. we do find out when they're sitting outside of the Fallons, we oh, find yeah. out that, OK, she didn't dismiss anyone, she says. But oh, yeah, no, she... there was one person and then there was another. <laughs> another... Oh, and then a third. So she did. Nash, dismiss some of Nash some of his men. Confronts her with evidence yeah. to the contrary that there are at least yeah. at least, there at least were three at least three men that, that she, she just dismissed. Actually dismissed. Yeah, but anyway, so there's there's growth here. Yeah, um, and this is when Nash says, "With your brains and my good looks, yes. how can we fail?" And so they're cheers and they they're click cheers their and they're glasses. having a great time. And, uh, and but this is when because it's late at night. Yes, it's dark. Eliza looks at the clock and realizes she is late for the dinner that she promised with William. Yeah. Oh my God. And she is. She books it. She books it out. Like obviously, William is very important to her. Yes. But anyways, this. So with this whole case, they are definitely setting up a love triangle yes. between Nash and William. And like, listen, before William got shot, I would have been. I like Nash. Eliza and Nash are very similar, um, which is a a problem and, and also a, a blessing. Yes, like they. Can go they, both they ways. They work well together if they're working well together. They can clash. But they though. also get on each other's nerves. Yeah. Um, but he admires her and her talent and would never stop her from 
doing what she wants to do. He's very supportive in his own way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but this is where we're going to take a break. Yes, and when we get back, we're going to talk about the real the love interest part. that everybody really wants to see happen, especially since he got shot, Eliza and William. <laughs> After you subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at youtube.com at WITF Mosaic, like and comment on the videos to share your thoughts or email us at ps at WITF.org. You can also like, share, and comment on Postscript Shorts on Facebook at WITF.org or Instagram at WITF-ORG. We love that you're with us week after week to track down the drama of Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Help keep us going with a gift of support. Go to WITF.ORG slash mosaic to make a gift of $5 or $10 or whatever fits your budget. Your gift helps WITF bring you more of what you love. Welcome back to the break. Uh, we just finished up wrapping up the uh, the actual case, and now the we're getting case, Patrick and Nash. Yes. I'm here, Patrick and Nash, <laughs> Nash and Eliza. Woo, Eliza and Scarlett. I'm feeling a little bit emotional right now because now we're going to talk about <laughs> William and Eliza. And oh, yeah. so much, so much happens. First off, I'd say that last episode added so much depth with the the origin story, and yes, it, it leads yeah. right into this. Right now, I'm like fully Team William. Before I was like. Moses, Nash, William, Fitzroy was even in the mix, like any one of them. But now I'm like, Eliza belongs with William. They have history. They have good history. Yeah. So also, uh, just before I forget to mention this, I think it's really interesting that William's uh, role in this story is domestic this time. Whereas he expects women to be domestic because that is the way it is in society. Everything that happens with William well, almost everything happens at Eliza's home. So yes. he is in her home. He is he the is, domestic he is, one. He is, he, uh, after recovering and waking up from his coma, he is uh, resting and being well-fed. He's well-fed, by by doted on yeah. by Ivy. Yes, Ivy's like everybody's mother, yeah. and I love her. And so that's what the actual episode starts with, is uh, Ivy is fussing over William, yep. and William's there in a sling, and... Uh, uh, Eliza doesn't know where her things are, but right. Ivy knows all. And Ivy's she's, force she's take, William. taking care of everything. <laughs> and uh, telling Eliza where all of her things are. She's gathered them all and placed them on the table where they should have been in the first place. Yes. And so there's <laughs> there's really good banter between Eliza and William at this point about right. like she, Eliza's being a pretty much a bad nurse to him. Yeah, he's and, a bad nurse and, and he's then an he's, appalling patient. Yes. <laughs> but uh, she puts a hand, like Eliza puts her hand yes, on William's hand. She holds his hand, right? And he looks at her and smiles. There's. And then she remembers herself and oh, removes her hand. Yeah. And and yeah. And rushes off to she, work. She's got to do her job. She so. says, things are looking up at Nash and Sons. And William says, <laughs> not that he has any sons. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> Running jokes. I love the thread. Yeah. They keep kind of. You're a lady detective. Nash and Sons. Yeah, not that he has any sons. Not that he has any sons. So. Uh, yeah. So Eliza's off. William's there um, in the house. Just healing and being doted on by ivy lots of cake lots of heavy meals and um so he that's all he has to do is just heal uh later after eliza goes to work and returns home william finds eliza in the kitchen and eliza offers to make him something to eat yeah and she says please 
no jokes about my cooking. <laughs> oh, and they, they joke about, they talk about him snoring too. And like, he's like, I oh, do, that's right, I do that's not right. snore. So there's, there's, there's lots of teasing about cooking and, and right, sleeping. Because when and, she came in, he was sleeping yeah. in the, in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're teasing each other. And William's, like one does. William's like, we like each other. William's like, you almost killed me with some eggs once. Yeah. And Eliza's just like, here's some bread and jam. Right, which, you can't which, go wrong with bread and which jam. Which is interesting because in the origin story, she didn't even know where the bread was, but she knows True. now. I she didn't knows even now. make that connection. So, uh, uh, she yeah, and she didn't make either no. one of those things. So they're, they're safe to eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Eliza shares that she's busy and then All she's right. like, William asks about her day. Yeah. Which is like cares. what you do when you're in a relationship. Yeah. And she's like, you'll never guess who's back in town. He already knows. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Fitzroy's filled him in on one of his daily visits that Patrick Nash is back in town. Yes. <laughs> daily visits by Fitzroy. Yeah. And Eliza mentions that she thinks it's nice that Fitzroy visits every day. And that, 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 uh, <laughs> that Fitzroy will be glad to have uh, William back, back in, in, back in, in Scotland office, Yard. Yeah. So, so then there's this whole exchange where I'm just like, they're going to get together. Like Things are looking up it's, it's for William happen. and Eliza. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. This could be it. William's brush with death has made him realize that his job at Scotland Yard isn't everything to him. Yes. And he looks at her while he says it. And I'm like, yeah. you, Eliza, everything is you. You're a detective. You can pick <laughs> up on these clues. Nope. She's, no. I think she's oblivious. No. She has she has a blind um, spot and it's William. So <laughs> so they, they kind of they reminisce about the first time they met, which was in the kitchen where they are right there. And then. Yes. And Eliza says she remembers watching him eat pork pie. And he's like, no, smoked no, ham. Smoked ham. And she mentions that she never saw anyone eat the way he did. And this is when I'm like, do I eat like a savage? Because I saw nothing wrong with how he was eating, but okay. Like that slice of ham would have been real nice for me. So there's this development that is 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 moving towards something. But then Ivy interrupts. Ivy walks in. Oh. She's returned from her mother's. Her mother is suffering from, from gout. gout. And Eliza quickly excuses herself. Oh, but for work. while she excuses herself, she's like, oh, William would love, love to, hear to hear about your mother's gout. And so Ivy's like, oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, talks about how it's moved to the other foot. And now it has this like toe big, that's like scabby. Big, red, and, oh. itchy rash oh. on her big and, toe. And so William, who has a piece of bread with, with jam, red jam, red jam. <laughs> so just like takes a look at it and is like, Nope. No. He's, the jam is no longer his Advertising. jam. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> so later in the day, um, Fitzroy's there for his daily visits and William wakes up in the most disconcerting way. Oh, oh not, not only that, he is, in fact, snoring. He is. Yes, that's right. He so, is snoring. Yeah, but but uh, he looks over and like <laughs> this is the most creepy thing ever because like like Ivy and Fitzroy are together. Just like, like, like perch like vultures, like, like, like hey. him. well, kind of like if they would put their hands in the, like this, yeah. they'd be like, oh like, my oh, God, he's so cute. It's, it's disconcerting. <laughs> he's still kind of groggy a little bit, but like, like, uh, Ivy's like, oh, he's so peaceful, like a little boy, <laughs> you know, in like a, a creepy <laughs> way too. Like, like, it's just totally cooing like, over yeah. him. like very well, cringeworthy. Ivy does see herself as basically his mother. So yeah. I guess it makes a little bit of sense because I have watched Sleeping uh, Babies like, oh, my God, they're so cute. This, this whole <laughs> thing with Fitzroy and Ivy there just made me think of like Hitchcock's psycho with Norman Bates <laughs> because they're like there and they're like, yeah, like it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Ivy leaves uh, to get some tea and cakes, tea and which cake. because. Like she's no like, 
cake. Force feeding but him. But yeah, there's going to be cake. And Fitzroy is just so happy. Fitzroy is like a puppy. Yeah, he is Fitz, like a puppy in Fitzroy like character. Fitzroy looks up to William so much. And um, he wants, his, so he, he's there because he's going to go give his speech for his application to yes. join the New York police force. It's an important day. He has to go to the embassy, the American embassy. Yeah. And he wants to practice his speech. Yeah. And this is for the secondment, which is spelled like second mint, oh, but it's secondment okay. is what, what this is. It's like basically like I a, what he called like it, a tri- but well, I, I just, it's just a weird word. I've never heard that <laughs> I've before. Never, but, uh, um, but yeah. yeah, so it's it, going to New York and this is like the, 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 the trade it, it, opportunity. Yeah. And, um, William points out that it'll be nice for Fitzroy to put some space between him and his father. I mean, Fitzroy really does need to get away Branch and out like, on his own. figure things out for himself. Yeah. He's, he's doing it. At Scotland Yard to an extent, but this distance, is a better opportunity. Distance would help. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. So, so William uh, gives some advice yes. uh, on uh, <laughs> on his speech that he's going to give at the embassy, and he says, uh, "Don't bore them and make it short and to the point." And at this point, Fitzroy like slams well, down his thing, his, his speech. And it's like so many it's papers. Several pages long. So it's we're like, like my notes for each episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so, uh, we, so yeah, we know it's probably not going to go well, um, but Wayne's there so, and we're going to fast forward we fast forward to time. So it's later on and at Eliza and Fitzroy is, is back after having delivered his speech yeah, and, and he's, he's telling he's upset how badly it went to both William and Ivy. They stopped him partway through. Oh yeah. They just, they just cut him off, and, which was no surprise him. to us as viewers because right, we saw, because, yeah, he did not take William's advice. Uh, yeah. So William asks for a whiskey too. At this point, he's like he's caught up in Dealing the the domestic dramas of yeah. Eliza's house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Fitzroy before Fitzroy leaves. Oh, oh no, he mentions here that they the, the, wanted wanted someone with more experience. Yeah, they're looking for someone with more years of, of service, such as yourself, sir. He and says. I hate it. And so William <laughs> William is supportive, and so Fitzroy leaves, and Ivy says to to William, "That boy thinks the world of you. You'll mm-hmm. make a good father." Yep. And then she says, "Can, can I, I speak my mind?" Oh boy! And I'm like, mm, Ivy's about to drop some tooth, truth bombs. And, and here. William's like, "Can I have another whiskey?" <laughs> <laughs> Will I need another whiskey? <laughs> Will I need another whiskey? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Ivy basically says, "Life is short. Don't waste it. Don't you think it's about time you told her?" And William's like, told who? Hmm." But he knows. He knows. Ivy knows. Everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Except for Eliza, because she doesn't know. She's oblivious. She's oblivious to this part of her life. So, Uh, (laughs) so, yeah. So, yeah, the next morning, um, William finds Eliza in the kitchen. Yeah. She got home very late last night. He asks, when did you get home last night? And she says, you're not my father. No. Uh, so get used to that. But, but, but uh, you can tell William wants to take Ivy's advice and he wants, he wants to, to speak to, to her. her yep. But like she keeps interrupting yes. him. So she is just convinced that Fitzroy has told William about her case yeah. and that he's worried about her safety. And this, this distracts him effectively. So, yeah. Yeah. Because he was going to be like, talk about what, what Ivy, he wants to talk about his feelings. Feelings, but then he's like suddenly like, wait, wait, are you in danger? Wait, what case? Yeah. Uh, what? Who is your client? Are you in danger? And so yeah. he gets completely yeah. sidetracked. Yep, yep. She leaves. And Eliza's like, I got to go. And to then work. he was like, wait, oh, I was going to I was going to yeah. talk. And then yeah. no. So later in the day, we see William in the living room, drawing room, whatever you call it. And uh, he looks very concerned. Ivy mentions that she's going out to the market and he asks for writing paper. Yes. She tells him where the writing paper is on the pens. Yep, and, uh, and he moves to the kitchen. Yeah, so he gets some whiskey because you got to have some whiskey. 
the, and, the origins of everything. And yeah. we have, have the writing <laughs> montage of him trying to write a very formal letter and just crumpling it up yeah. and throwing it. And it each it. one starts with something like, I am writing this letter to you today because. Uh, <laughs> so he's not writing from the heart. He doesn't know where to begin. And, and we talked about this yesterday. Like yeah. there, there, There's like this music, music change. in the background that's it's very like, frustrated. Well, it's, it's like it's like it's like TikTok music. Like time is ticking. It's like yeah. this, this laborious thing. And suddenly when he just realizes. He has to just write from the heart. And the music shifts to something, something very heart, heartfelt yeah. and, and nice. And, he, and hopeful. And he starts it off differently. <laughs> and he says that he has to say something that he has not, that he needs to say. He gets off his chest. Yes. And he's like, I love you. Yes. I saw those words. That's all I needed to see. And I was just like, it's happening. So that, then the episode's done then. We're it's good. We're, We're done. good. We're done. He, it's, it's, he's going to give him the note. End of the show. They're going to be happy. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Happily ever after. Goodbye. Yeah. So we got that. And so, uh, yeah. So later on. We have uh, uh, this. Oh, yeah. This is when William goes to visit Eliza in the office because yes. he's determined to talk to her and give her his notes. Yes. Uh, and Eliza, again, believes he's there because he is worried about the investigation yes. and like, oh, my God, it's not about the investigation. He has the let the man. Talk. William has the letter in his coat. He's ready. He's, he's going to give it to he's her. Ready. He's going to confess his love. <laughs> But Clarence interrupts and Eliza yep. has to go. That's when they have to go to the hotel. Sorry. Yeah. I'll meet you at 8 p.m. We'll go at have Gilbert's, dinner at Gilbert's. Yeah. And uh, we so can talk then. William is, is left alone. Yep. And he sits and he puts the letter on the desk. Yep. And he's going to leave it for her. And he, he but, picks up her nameplate. Yeah. He looks at her nameplate and sees her title like yes, there. Private as private investigator. Yeah. Chief private investigator. And so this jogs his memory back to what Arabella said to him in yes. some episodes ago. Arabella and, and, the, and William were together and they broke up. But when they broke up, Arabella said Eliza's ambition will outweigh everything. And so William takes the letter he back. He takes the letter back. Oh, my God. My oh, frustration at this man. So close. He takes it back. And I'm like, don't let Arabella stop you from happiness. This is not healthy. He's, well, but he's he's doing some introspection there. So I he's guess. like thinking about it. He's not just like rushing into things uh, or in, into failure. I'm he wants it to work. So frustrated with him. Yeah. So. Uh, OK. So that happens. OK. So uh, back, so, so, back uh, at Eliza's. Yeah. Uh, th- like this. Uh, this is where everything goes down with the case. Eliza's thrilled because they solved this case. She, but she but was she, late. She, she was late. She's raced. So she races home. She's home. She's home. You think that like like Every, she's there. Like William may not be there. She finds the yeah, note. Yeah, I thought William left. Yes, there's a note. There's a note. And she, I was like, is this, this can't be the same note as before, or maybe it maybe is. it is. And she, he wants to torture her. I don't know. But before she can read it, <laughs> William is there. Yep, he arrives. He, he has w- his bags packed. Yeah. And she uh, assumes he's going home. Yeah. But he says <sighs> instead of going home because he's feeling better. Yes. He's going to New York. He's, he, going to he's, New York. he's taking the 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 secondment. He, he got the second. He got the secondment. <laughs> secondment. Uh, to go to New York. And uh, he's doing it. And, and well, well, Eliza says, oh. is this because I was late for dinner? Oh, yeah. All because I was late for dinner. And William's like, no, it's because I, I love you. you. He finally says it. It's and out that's there. why he's leaving. Boom. Because he loves her. And uh, and and I love uh, this part because she doesn't have anything to say. She's she's, she's caught oh, off guard. Yes. And like uh, William's like. Huh, it's a rare occurrence that you're speechless. <laughs> I Perhaps said, I should tell you I love you more often. And I'm I like, said yes, this sooner. Yeah, you should have. Oh. Okay. So, so, uh, so this is where he says um, something has to change. I wrote this down. Yeah. Something has to change. Perhaps for her. Perhaps for him. Yep. 
but this will give them time to consider their options. If they are to be together, he cannot remain at Scotland Yard, Can't be an inspector. nor can he be around her without being with her. She's put him in an impossible situation. And Eliza says, so this is my fault? <laughs> and William says, yes. <laughs> and uh, then... And then... They kiss. They kiss. And it's a beautiful kiss. Oh, it's good. And it's such a sad kiss. And it's in the same place they first kissed. <sighs> and he says, this isn't goodbye. It's goodbye for now. Oh. But he's giving her time yeah. to bond with Nash, who doesn't Which, mind that she's a private investigator. He doesn't know that, to be clear. like He doesn't <laughs> to, know to that, that fair, he doesn't yes, see he doesn't. Nash as, as a rival at this point. He doesn't right. know they just had this, this grand caper of an adventure trying to figure out. Who right, the, and the, that they work together. And, and, that, and Nash said wonderful things about her talent supportive. and ability. Uh, so, so he leaves. So this isn't goodbye. It's goodbye for now. And he leaves just kind of on that note after the kiss. And yeah. he, he goes out to the carriage and Eliza's like looking at him she through walks, the window, watching him the leave. Window. And I'm like, go, <laughs> go. But <laughs> she doesn't. And that's that's the end. That's how the, the episode, episode ends. And I'm. Uh, how, so how, I'm how, so how are you doing? <laughs> I'm so frustrated with William. Listen, OK, so he saw okay. this life. That he could have with Eliza. He knows that she's not going to stop working. No. Like, oh, and he no experienced way. he experienced the home life. He did. With he got her, to experience to the a home small life. Degree. And like, okay, so here's here are my two options for William. Right? He could be untraditional, be a stay at home dad. Probably would never happen. Or he could partner with Eliza That's and become a private investigator. That's he the has answer. the he has the background. He has the connections. He. The he reason can't see, the, like, he can't it's right see well, the obvious solution. So <laughs> we learned in the last episode, the origin story, that William is following in Henry's footsteps. Right. And Henry was a private investigator. That's it's why true. William is a, uh, sorry, William was, a, Henry, Henry was, was an inspector. An sorry. Inspector, yes. So we'll, that's what I meant to say. No, Henry no, no, was, I, was an inspector, which is why William is an inspector. Right. But then Henry also became a private investigator. So. So why not? Could, could become a private why inspector. Why not? William, I ask you, why not? Yes. So oh, that is so that is that is probably the end game for the entire show. <laughs> the series is going to wrap that way that they can Maybe actually they actually be partners. work together and I'm because just while like, while Nash and Eliza could be partners and have clashes, yeah, they, so could William. William could work together William and have could clashes. Work with, yes, yeah, and like I don't hate Patrick Nash as a partner for Eliza, but now. Knowing William and Eliza's history, like they dangled that, and I was just like, now I'm fully team William. But I mean, Eliza could do worse than Patrick Nash. He would give her the freedom that she wants. So, but like William could too if he would just yeah, get over it. It's right there. <laughs> it's right there. They are they are the, the each other's stumbling blocks. Uh, so uh, one quick last thing I want to throw out there: Moses is still gone. Moses is still gone. So like if if <laughs> like like William's leaving, she'll have some time with Nash. Maybe Moses will swoop back in for a single episode. We don't know. I, don't, uh, I have no idea. I or, and we haven't seen other Moses, who was like the younger oh, Moses no, from the seen first other, episode, the, um, Solomon's yeah. nephew or whatever. Yeah, it's true. They just uh, Solomon they, they set him up, and then he's nope. no more. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. So 
I assume that William is out for the rest of the season. Or I think until the last episode. There's going to have to be. He's probably going to return by the end of the season. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe he, something's going to happen. I, I Maybe he's gone for the rest of the season. Yeah. But it is Miss Scarlet and the Duke. And I feel like like <laughs> there, there there has to be some closure there. I, I think. Yeah, I think they would, have, they or, were, uh, there would have to be some sort of closure. A heck of a cliffhanger. Or maybe there's news, like a telegram over the ocean of something that happened to, to William. Or Don't something. say something that happened to him. He was just there's shot, got, Tom. This, this, <laughs> Christina, this is a drama show. There's going to be drama. So, oh, uh, my heart can't handle it. It's not just going to be smooth sailing. Like, this episode was a roller coaster. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know how things are going to go. I would, so. like, I would like to see. I really, really do miss Moses and his, his energy that he brings to the show. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, I uh, I, I don't know either. But they're definitely they're definitely setting up a love triangle at this point. And I usually love that. But now I'm just like so fully on William's side that like I don't love it anymore. (laughs) I don't love it anymore. They've ripped ripped joy from my heart. (laughs) The the direction seems pretty clear. So uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, what do you think about all this? Oh, yeah. Drop your thoughts. Like, let us know. And Are you as frustrated with William as I am? Because <laughs> I feel like everybody has to be. Yeah, I think uh, I think there, there, there could be some discussion there. So, so I have no idea what's in store for the next episode, other than William probably won't be in it because yeah. he'll be on a boat going to New York City. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll see you next week. I, I, I had the wild and crazy <laughs> idea that maybe Scar- uh, uh, Eliza could go there too, oh, the like grand to, to gesture, ch- grand gesture to, to, yeah. to chase after him and meet him in New York, which would like, be out of character for it, her. But maybe but she's grown enough. William's declaration of love was out of character for him too he said i love you kissed her and left and her then a note went goodbye yeah. yeah i i wonder if we'll see what's in the note in the next Maybe. episode i think he's gonna torture her i think it's the same note and <laughs> she's gonna be ha- she's gonna have to sit with her feelings for a full year that's oh. what i think well it it's 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 time for for both of them to grow yeah. a bit which is good i think it's good that they're Abs- having some time apart they're gonna have some time to think about what they actually want and what they're willing to compromise on William yeah, yeah. I, I think I think uh, the, the, to put a bow on this whole episode that absence hopefully will make the heart grow fonder fingers and crossed because we'll, I can't I can't I mean maybe she'll have like a whirlwind romance with someone that, that's always nice too but does that also would be out of character for life that would be moving in the, the wrong direction I think I don't I, uh, yeah. we'll have to see next week okay well, we'll okay. stick around check yep. us out next week when we come back to the, the, the to the, the postscript for for the next episode for episode we, 5 that yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know, know what the title, title is yeah. I did not look ahead I try not to oh, my heart was too broken okay <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll see you next week thank you Thanks for sticking around for the credits. Postscript is produced by Amy Beeler and John Ferreris for WITF. You'll find it on your favorite podcast app and at youtube.com slash at WITF Mosaic. Follow WITF on Facebook at WITF.org or Instagram at WITF.org. To see episode shorts and be sure to leave a comment or send us an email at ps at WITF.org. You can support Postscript by making a gift at WITF.org slash mosaic.